Well, it's Monday and at this time every week we have our relationship spot. We're joined by uh, Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, to steer you through all your relationship issues. And something very uh, timely came up in relation to Love Island. And we were speaking on Friday about Adam in Love Island. He ended on a relationship with Kendall Ray Knight and moved very quickly to Rosie Williams. Didn't see it myself, but I heard uh, the term gaslighting uh, arose, which had me totally confused. Explain all, first of all, the context of this, Stephanie. Okay, well, I'm not a Love Island uh, watcher either, a bit like yourself. But I did find massively popular. I actually looked up a little thing and it said 80,000 people applied to be in that. Right. That tells you, and that's not to speak of how many people are are watching it. Yeah. But, um, okay, just to to say what I picked up, and a bit like you, I just listened to a piece on the radio last week and they were talking exactly that about gaslighting and, and Women's Aid had spoken out in response this is Women's Aid UK, had spoken out in response to Adam's treatment of, as I understand it, it was this girl that he had left, okay. uh, Kendall Ray. And that she had kind of uh, revealed, I YouTubed some of it back to look at it, and uh, she was kind of revealing her upset at him ending it so quickly and then that she really had feelings for him and and that he had moved on terribly quickly. Well, you know, he, it is a show and I suppose there was yeah. a bit of that to be expected. But I think the the feeling that people had was that he was very cold with her and rather manipulating with her. And that's what the gaslighting bit was about. Okay. That mentioned that that he, he was more putting it back on her, that, well, your insecurity made me leave you sort of thing and sort of driving insecurities so are, into are, the are, situation. Are, are, what you're, what you're going to discuss arising out of that yes. is toxic relationships. Yeah, and the, well, the kind of signals and signs, because Women's Age UK pointed to Adam and in a way, maybe fairly or unfairly, you can judge yourself, and just said that anybody who um, trivialises your thoughts or feelings or turns things around to blame you or who makes you question your memory of events, not, we're not saying in a once-off, but in a consistent way, is perhaps a warning sign of an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so, and, and, and you're saying that leopards don't change their spots, that if they start off that way, yeah. uh, these are warning signs you should look out for in the early days of a relationship. And step away. Okay, what, 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 mm. are, what, what are the examples? Okay, um, just, just to say, okay, let's, let's go through a few examples first. That the thing about, about abusive or toxic, you know, relationships that develop, they don't start off that way. It usually starts off, you know, pretty well. We all know the intensity of the beginning and all of that. And, and all that passion can drive people past the first few weeks and months. But the, what often happens is it slightly creeps up upon one. Um, a person feels uh, a little tense around certain issues, uh, feels they're walking on eggshells, feels maybe maybe that they've been they've gone through a few series of embarrassments that that are you know extreme and, and would this be with third parties yes maybe in, in front, front of, of other family people, or like, friends yeah you know giving out about what you wear giving out about how you're looking at people you know giving out about how you're you know too giddy or too too sociable you know so very, a lot of that personal criticism so it's then, it's not the, the the previous one of being possessive something like that well it, it's, it's, it's almost mo- deeper isn't it than is almost it? possessive you know it's deeper than that even it's sort of uh, is, it, is it nasty it's controlling it's 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 nasty because it's negative I suppose and it's controlling it's the it's usually behind all that is usually a lot of insecurity and or a lot of history 
a lot of history. I mean, we and can't and pull is it all that, that, that just just say though yes. someone did have little character failings, you know what I mean, that did annoy or irk the other person, and someone sort of made fun of it or highlighted it or that, yeah. you know. That that is that always a problem. I mean, like you know, sometimes we're we're all well, in kind of uh, self improvement yeah, mode. We're all in self exactly, and we've all been in relationships and we know all the stuff. But I suppose what's different here is you're talking about somebody who is a very good communicator and perhaps a very good manipulator. And um, if you look at, um, I mean, if you if, even if you look at this Adam guy, not to demonise him mm. entirely, very attractive guy, very smooth, very good communications, a lot of girls would really, you mm. know, uh, like him. And so let's say someone like that, you know, and you're in relationship with them and they they already know that you're a little bit, let's just take something ridiculous like, you know, you're worried about your long nose, for example, mm. you know, just to keep it sort of simple. And But every time he, you know, he gives you a compliment, he'd say, you're lovely, except for your long nose. Sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. You know, mm. it's a kind of way of constantly saying to you, I love you, but, you know, I still do know about your insecurity. I still, you know, I'm ignoring it. It's Mm. a kind of way of constantly keeping your insecurities on the table, so to speak, instead of just saying, like, you know, you love, I love you, that's Mm. it. So there's this kind of, um, I suppose you'd say it's an undertone that's designed to unravel you a little. And people who are abusive tend to, that's the kind of thread, that's the kind of thread. It's not that subtle. It's subtle, but it's not that subtle. So is, is the critical thing repeating it? The critical thing is exactly sustained, repeating, it's a pattern. The other is that usually in these kind of relationships, there's a kind of a, a cycle of intensity. Like we all know there's an intensity in the beginning of a relationship and all of that. But you know, if even in any very normal relationship, if you do have a big blowout and you have a big breakup, you know, a big, a big showdown about something, mm. and then you go through all the, you know, what are you trying to say? What am I trying to say? Try and understand each other, la, 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 all of that. And then you have the makeup. It is quite pleasant and quite good because you're so glad it's all so over. So you're saying the kind of roller coaster breakup and makeup isn't correct. good. Well, it's the it's a pattern. It sometimes it's, happens at the start of relationships yes. where people kind of, you know, get well, used well, to each other. But you're negotiating your ground and all of yeah. that kind of thing. I understand, but we're talking about like very it's not uncommon for couples that you know end up being life partners. Yes, to go through some sort of early stage breakup. Absolutely. Well, it's not terminal. It's just no, you know absolutely. maybe they appreciate each other appreciate each other more when they do break up. No, absolutely. That's a good, that's that can often be the case. You often have to step back in order to kind of relook mm. at the thing. But this is really a cycle of intensity. Like every time you go out, every time you go out together, every time one person you know, let's say the girl goes out on her own, the person is texting you, checking on you, wondering where you are, and not really believing you, mm. not being satisfied that in fact you're telling the truth. So always doubting you until the point where what usually happens is people end up lying to the person because it's not worth telling the truth like I had to stay so what, what are the telltale signs? So, well, I mean, there's a list the length of your arm, but well, if somebody can, yeah, if somebody consistently, and we're talking about pattern here, humiliates or embarrasses you, okay? And important, that's a warning. And these are amber lights, as I say, flashing amber lights. Somebody who puts you down. You don't need a partner who's going to put you down in life. Life is tough enough. So you, and again, it's a kind of a, it's a pattern you're looking for. People who are hypercritical of you, picking out the little things that perhaps you're trying to manage yourself. None of us are perfect. Mm. And I, I've always had the, the view in relationships. You can get criticism from lots of people. I don't take criticism in relationships. Full stop. And I think it's a kind of a golden rule. You know, and a personal criticism, never. 
You know, people criticising how well, you look. I, d- I don't know about that. Oh, go on. Okay, I mean, no, let's hold trash on a it second. out, I mean, like, Someone could be going through a very, you know, your partner could be going through a very tough time in work. They're bringing their troubles home mm-hmm. and they've suddenly become, you know, very difficult to live with. Someone could be, uh, uh, you know, pursuing something that you know is is crazy. Uh, it could be a financial venture or whatever. Yes. And, you know, people do go off the rails and sometimes it takes their partner to say, hold yes. on, I put up with this for three months, but I need to tell you, you're very ratty lately yeah. and we need to straighten this out. Well, if it's given properly, you see, it can come under the realm of feedback. <laughs> but if you I suppose well, what I mean is I'm talking in private not yeah, in front no, no, of other exactly, people but exactly but so I often find you have to rattle down. the cage to get a bit of you know order Ivan we all find that <laughs> <laughs> we have to rattle the cage to get our point across yes. that's for sure okay so I mean another few things that might be worth people just you know sort of taking note of where, where, where somebody where the other party is very sort of unreasonably flirtatious in while in your company mm. with others, and that obviously goes across the, the sexes, where they're kind of again on unraveling your sense of security with the relationship that you have, uh, being moody, and uh, and people who are very insecure can be very moody in relationships because they feel they they feel secure, and then for a reason they almost don't understand themselves. They're very insecure. So all these sort of there's a. A, 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 how would I say a sing song or a kind of a seesaw of emotion going on in them as well and they throw it out there into the relationship and that's why the moods keep going up and down um, this saying things I love you but you know there's always a, a proviso always a something always a doubt again it's about inserting the doubt keeping you on your toes making sure you don't relax and feel secure whereas I think we all know in a really good relationship you feel secure you feel steady you feel free to talk and to be open and that's the essence of a relationship and if you're not feeling that you may be in the wrong one Um, obviously there are obvious things like domination and control that can be overt but it can be very subtle and you have to watch out for it if you are feeling that you have to lie about a night that you have been on when you have done absolutely nothing to breach the relationship you're not in a good place you need to watch that um, guilt tripping you, um, everything is your fault. Um, another very important one is people who like to isolate you from your friends or your family. People, you know, a partner who, so when who sees couples, a lot against, a lot of, present, oh, sorry, a lot of fault. Yeah, when can yep. couples present to you and you kind of spot one of the members of the couple has these traits, would you say to the other person, I'd like to see you privately on your own and then say, tell them Scarper? No. No. No, that's not how it works. Oh, it's but, Well, if they've come together, right, and yeah. they're already usually married or committed okay. or whatever, yeah. and if I You spot, never speak to one yes, individually? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I speak to one. I would speak to them separately and together. Yes. Behind their because, back. Because... No, not behind their back, in front yeah. of them. No. They well, both no, if you're speaking know. to one privately, it is behind the other's back, yeah. Yes, but it's not for the purpose of hearing things that you can't tell the other. It's for the purpose of focusing in on those individual... Um, problems which they may be bringing into the relationship. So sometimes you can't get at all of that while you're there together. You might highlight it, like, you know, you might highlight the jealousy or you might say, well, you know, are you insecure about her? Are you insecure about him? What is that? Is it coming from your childhood? Is it coming, you know, I'm just giving a summary. So if it's coming from their own history, then it's well worth talking a little on their own to try and unravel that. 
But All right. I take it you're not Adam's biggest fan anyway. Well, uh, he's pretty gorgeous now. I have to handle that. Right. Yeah. Well, that gets over a multitude. <laughs> right. Well, I hope you found that helpful. If you're in a toxic relationship, how to spot bad behaviours that really may not improve. And a reminder to you all, we're asking listeners to get in contact with their relationship prof- problems so Stephanie can help. If you have, uh, just write to us at thehardshoulder at newstalk.com, text us at 53106, and we will treat it in the strictest of confidence and anonymity. And that's it from me today on The Hard Shoulder. My thanks to the entire team. Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Kira Courtney, Elaine Power, uh, Steve Daunt. On sound, we had Michael Quilligan and uh, Peter Malloy. Off the Ball is up next. I will be on telly tonight at 11. Have a great evening and thanks for listening.